then again there's just so much to be learned from those letters and as parents there's so much for us to teach and I think the thing that hits me is that these are all things that we know we know them we know to take care of our health we know to wake up and exercise we know we should choose our friends carefully we know we should be our our own worst critics and we know that if we have been wrong about something we should simply admit that and move our minds to what is right and what is correct we know we should work hard and help people we know the value of freedom and we know that freedom must be fought for and we know that we should be brave and that that is possible only through a strong body mind and heart and we know all those things we know them now teach them teach them and live them set the right example by living them because our children are watching they're watching and and you know actually you I think you have to do more than just set the example I think you actually have to to tell them I think you actually have to tell them and you think about the power of these letters the power of these words but it's also a real challenge with kids with your own children it's a challenge because there's a whole crazy parental child psychology that's going on here right you got the rebellion or the trying to please you or the competing for attention or the I can't do anything good enough all right I'm gonna you got all these psychological things that are going on he's right okay yeah he, we, I could probably let the whole thing play I haven't listened to that po- podcast in a while but the main thing I, that the reason why I'm using another excerpt from Jocko podcast number 83 is because he brought criticism uh, br- I mean briefly he literally I think he said it once but and then he went on to remind us that um, I just lost my train of thought. Um, criticism, but then you know a lot of a lot a lot of the principles. And now you'd have to go to a Jocko podcast eighty three, which the link will be in the details, um, and listen to the letter that uh, this mom wrote for her daughter. And there's. It was ba- it was her basic it was her basic foundation her her foundation her her foundational principles better said um, of things that she thinks her daughter should do or the way she should act as a lady um, 
and so so on and so forth. But um, a book that I've been reading and uh, aiming to finish is a book titled How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And the subtitle is The Only Book You Need to you need to lead you to success. Um, funny thing is I had this book in my pictures on my phone because whenever I go to Barnes & Noble or somewhere, if I find a book that I, I can't buy yet but I want to eventually, I take a picture of it, save it for later. And I had a friend actually give me, gift me this book and I've been working through it. So I thought it was, I thought it'd be appropriate just to go over this. And I'm gonna start off with chapter one. Obviously, you can you have you'd have to read it. And I'll get to the point at the end of uh, at the end of chapter one. Um, chapter one is titled "If you want to gather honey, don't kick over the beehive." And let me just read a few paragraphs and then just talk about it a little bit. And then we'll be out of here. Criticism is futile because it puts a person on the defensive and usually makes him strive to justify himself. Criticism is dangerous because it wounds a person's precious pride, hurts his sense of importance, and arouses resentment. Hans Selye, another great psychologist, said, As much as we thirst for approval, we dread condemnation. The resentment that criticism engenders can demoralize employees, family members, and friends and still not correct the situation that has been condemned. And then he, he bring, goes on to bring up uh, Theodore Roosevelt had a little quarrel with President Taft. And then it goes on to say that Taft didn't think he was in the wrong. Is that right? Yeah, says it merely made Taft strive to justify himself to to reiterate with tears in his eyes, I don't see how I could have done it any differently from what I have. But the point of the point of this first chapter is is uh, is excuse me, criticism. I'm I'm uh, trying to get through this. Hmm. It says so when you and I are tempted to criticize someone tomorrow. Let's remember Al Capone, Tugun Crowley, and Albert Fall. Let's realize that criticisms are like homing pigeons. They always return home. Let's realize that the person we are going to correct and condemn will probably justify himself or herself and condemn us in return. Or, like the gentle Taft say, I don't see how I could have done any differently from what I have. And the biggest thing is... This chapter, I mean, obviously the chapter, I mean, it's part of the book, but the reason why I, I am bringing it, bringing it up anyways, is because I've, I've been work. I mean, I'm consciously working on this and I mean other things, but as I'm reading this book now, right at the moment, um, it's making me go out and think about, oh, like, you know, what am I saying? And even I'm still, and I, and okay, my opinion, I'm still messing up a ton in my opinion. And with messing up, uh, and sometimes I sometimes I really realize it within seconds. I said something. I was like, "Ah, oh, damn! Should I have said that out loud?" And it, and usually it's nothing bad. Uh, one time I I was it was recently I brought up like getting certain degrees. I'm not gonna say what it was because it's not the point, but it's it is the point of myself of like, okay, damn it, maybe I shouldn't have said that out loud, but I did. 
So I can't take it back, but I can uh, not do it again. Because even then, if you if you try to correct yourself immediately, then you just sound like you're full of shit and you're trying to make excuses for what you just said. Um, because I'm very... I just, in my okay, in my point of view, in my opinion, I just see things happening in a certain way, and it's like, why? Why is that happening? You know, and usually it's because I'm missing a variable. Um, but in that, that that's me judging, that's me criticizing, that's me. And even the principle says, you know, says do not principle for this. Uh, it says don't criticize, condemn, or complain. And and in reading this chapter, when I first when I read it on a Sunday, I think Sunday, Sun, yeah, Sunday. Um, I was like, damn, like going through these, it's, it's so easy to do it. It's so easy to just spit off, spit off something. And it's like, damn it. Like, and even then you can even ask yourself like, okay, what did I get out of this? Was this really worth my, worth my, uh, was this really worth my time? Um, things of that nature, you know, questions of that nature, not things, questions of that nature. It's like, you know, what am I spending my time on? And even right now, so I'm, I was scrolling. Uh, not, yeah. Right now, but. Uh, I was scrolling through, uh, I have a PS4, I don't use it for video games, though. I use it for just for, uh, like, TV, so, uh, YouTube, Hulu, I had, I have the, like, I got the free subscription for the time being for Prime, um, while I was, while I've been using it, but, um, even then, it was, like, I'm, I'm, like, scrolling, and it's, like, there's so many options, there's so many options, what, why was I gonna bring up, uh, Chris, uh, was it consuming? I lost my I lost my whole train of thought because I was trying to remember of which uh, uh, which programs I was trying to use. Anyways, let me get back to criticism. I'm pretty sure I had to do with criticism because it's what was my point? Damn it! Now it's gonna bother me. Anyways, let me just get back to criticism and, and stick to that. Um. Here's another piece. It says, when dealing with people, let us remember we are not dealing with creatures of logic. We are dealing with creatures of emotion, creatures bristling with prejudices and motivated by pride and vanity. Bitter criticism caused the sensitive Tom Har- Thomas Hardy, one of the finest novelists ever to enrich English literature, to give up forever the writing of fiction. Criticism drove Thomas Chatterton, the English poet, to suicide. Benjamin Franklis- Franklin tactless tact in his youth became a became so diplomatic so adroit at handling people that he was made american ambassador to france the secret of his success i will speak ill of no man he said and speak all the good i know of everybody any fool can criticize condemn and complain and most fools do but it takes character and self-control to be understanding and forgiving a great man shows his greatness said carlisle by the way he treats little men now that piece that okay I guess the main part point of that is it, it takes character and self-control to be understanding and forgiving. Understanding for sure. Um I find it I I know okay, I I feel like I do that way too much whether it's in my head or out loud because I would do things a certain way. So what I have been trying to do and it's like, oh, like, you know, and seeing others do it and then having to catch myself on my own, at least that's how I feel. Um, it's like, hey, what, 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 
why are you wasting, you know, don't waste your time on that. Oh, I think that's what I was going to say, wasting my time. Sorry, going back to the, um, going on like Prime and Hulu and all this stuff. And there, and there's some, there's, the thing is, there's so many good movies that you, okay, I spend a lot of time scrolling. So I'm like, oh, I like that movie. Oh, I think I like that show. Oh, I need to catch up on that. Sh- you know, there's a show called Seal Team and I, me and my dad watch it, uh, not religiously, but very, we're very in tune to like what's going on in the story. And, um, it's on Amazon prime. So getting, so I got Amazon prime again, uh, just to catch up. And I, when we finished the episodes, I, I, uh, I went back to like the main screen and started scrolling. It's like, it was easy to just sit there and essentially waste time versus doing something productive, which is then why I turned on the microphone and I started recording podcasts. Um, but that has probably something for me. It's like, why are you doing that when you're wasting your time? So, like, right now when I was scrolling through Amazon Prime, I'm like, I need to turn this off. Because, I, I mean, I, I turn off the PS4 and I just open the book. It's okay, what am I, ta- what am, what am I going to talk about right now? And what did I just do? And, you know, that's, that's something that I just did where it's like, you know, I was using time to do something. Now, I mean, you need a break every once in a while, but... Um, and that, again, that I guess that's my opinion. I guess that's that's like the dichotomy. I guess is is understanding, having an opinion, and I because I feel like I don't preach my opinion, but there are just certain things that happen where I'm like, if it's taking up your time, I hope that it's in good, it's with good thought, uh, to take act like, not good thought like it, it's with a. Maybe with good intention, and intention is another word, another yeah term that I want I want to talk about another time. But um, sometimes we feel so okay. I what from what I see from when I'm talking out, you know, in general, is when, when we're talking about things that we don't like or um, the way think certain things are done. You know, that's time. Like time is so essential. Time. And that's probably the, my biggest thing right now is is the matter of time. You know, it's so it's so essential, and and I don't think I spend a lot of time criticizing, but I know it happens, and it happens on a whim where I see something that just pushes me. Even if it's, even if I don't get mad, but if it just if I just see that something bother me, it's like oh, like I why why the heck are you doing that? I wouldn't do that, but then I have to remind myself. It's it's a constant constant thing. I'm trying to see if there's any more points here that. Um, oh, here's a good one. Let me see, am I gonna read this whole thing? Uh, probably not, but it has to do with criticizing. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, this is a good one. I probably should read it. Okay, this is going to take a few minutes. Where are we at? We're at 15 minutes right now. Yeah, I could read it. It's called, it's called Father Forgets by W. Livingston Larned. Larned? Larned. Listen, son. I am saying this as you lie asleep. One little paw crumpled under your cheek and the blonde curls stickily wet on your damp forehead. I have stolen into your room alone. Just a few minutes ago, as I sat reading my paper in the library, a stifling wave of remorse swept over me. Guiltily, I came, in, I came to your bedside. There are things that I was thinking, son. I had been cross to you. I scolded you as you were dressing for school because you gave your face merely a dab with a towel. I took you to task for not cleaning your shoes. I called out angrily 
when you threw some of your things on the floor. At breakfast, I found fault too. You spilled things. You gulped down your food. You put your elbow on the table. You spread butter too thick on your bread. And as you started off to play, I made you, I made, and I made for my train. You turned and waved and called, "Goodbye, Daddy." And I frowned and said in reply, "Hold your shoulders back." Then it began all over again in the in the late afternoon. As I came up the road, I spied you down on your knees playing marbles. There were holes in your stockings. I humiliated you before your boyfriends by marching you ahead of me to the house. Stockings were expensive, and if you had to buy them, you would be more careful. Imagine that, son, from a father. Do you remember later, when I was reading in the library, how you came in timidly, with a sort of hurt look in your eyes? When I glanced up over my paper, impatient at the interruption, you hesitated at the door. What is it you want? I snapped. You said nothing, but ran across with one tempestuous plunge and threw your arms around my neck and kissed me, and your small arms tightened with an affection that God had set blooming in your heart, and which even neglect could not wither. And then you were gone, pattering up the stairs. Well, son, it was shortly afterwards that my paper slipped from my hands, and a terrible, sickening fear came over me. What, What has habit been doing to me? The habit of finding fault, of reprimanding. This was my reward to you for being a boy. It was not that I did not love you. It was that I expected too much of youth. I was measuring you by the yardstick of my own years. And there was so much that was good and fine and true in your character. The little heart of you was as big as the dawn itself over the wide hills. This was shown by your spontaneous impulse to rush in and kiss me goodnight. Nothing else matters, son. I have come to your bedside in the darkness, and I have knelt, knelt there ashamed. It is a feeble atonement. I know you would not understand these things if I told them to you during your waking hours. But tomorrow I will, I will be a real daddy. I will, clump, I will chum with you and suffer when you suffer and laugh when you laugh. I will bite my tongue when impatient words come. I will keep saying it as if it were a ritual. He is nothing but a boy, a little boy. I am afraid I have visualized you as a man. Yet, as I see you now, son, crumpled and weary in your cot, I see that you are, a st- that you are still a baby. Yesterday you were in your mother's arms, your head on her shoulder. I have asked too much, too much. Yeah, I had that, that, that little note had slipped me until right now that I was re-looking at the book and trying to make my way through this episode. Uh, Carnegie goes on to say, instead of condemning people, let's try to understand them. Let's try to figure out why they do what they do. There, That's a lot more profitable and intriguing than criticism. And it breeds sympathy, tolerance, and kindness. To know all is to forgive all. As Dr. Johnson said, God himself, sir, does not propose to judge man until the end of his days. Why should you and I? And that's something that I, I, I know I deal with constantly. And that's just, that's, that's the way the song goes. That's the way, that's just the way love goes. Um, and I, and I feel like I try to mitigate it as best I can. 
because it, it usually happens in a snap. You know, like like in the letter, you know, where the dad snapped at him for probably, let's say he just dropped crumbs on the floor, whatever. Maybe he dropped a piece of tomato or an egg or a piece of egg. I don't know, whatever he was eating for breakfast. And his dad's like, what, like, you know, what's wrong with you? And then I can go into a whole, we can go into a whole another conversation of, of shame and kids and those specific moments that affect a child that then we, when we grow up and then get older and if we don't deal with these things and they affect us forever. Um, but to stay on criticism for today, um, it's interesting. And and the biggest thing I I think is we criticize the most when we don't know the other person, which was mentioned in the book. In that chapter. Because yeah. I know once I get to meet somebody, I don't necessarily change, but I definitely, but I know subconsciously that I, I do change my actions and my words because like, oh, now I know more. Th- now that I know more about this person, I know what to ask. I know what we can talk about. I know, uh, yeah, I, g- I guess the, my, because the initial approach is always, you know, asking a question to initiate conversation. And, once you get to know somebody, it's like, oh, he's he's probably not a bad person after all. But it's the quick ones. It's the it's the in and outs of here and there. Maybe your job. Maybe you work in a certain department that's super isolated. And then you happen to join forces with another department for a meeting or something. But you don't really talk because you're in for the meeting. And then you criticize, you know, someone down the down at the at the end of the table because they did they said something a certain way or. Or they think that you should do your job a certain way versus, you know, talking about it civilly to then find a solution. Um, I'll probably talk about veterans and uh, suicide. And I'm going to bring I've talked about it before and I've brought it up before. And it, it, it's a topic that seems to be reoccurring. And, and the reason why I think that's good is because it it needs to be talked about. Because it needs to be dealt with. And my point is that there's an episode on SEAL Team Season 2. And one of the veterans, you know, former SEAL, he goes to the VA and he thinks he knows what's wrong with him. Well, they can't treat him because he wasn't diagnosed while still in the Navy. So the doctor uh, basically turned down his request. Even And then at some point he, he committed suicide. But in, in the episode, he... He told his friend who was helping, who, who was ta- who took him to the VA and helped him along for the day. Um, he's like, uh, I forgot exactly what the word said. And I don't want to forget my point that I want to bring up, but you know, they're they're uh, helping the symptoms, not the problem. You know, they were giving him a bunch of pills to deal with anxiety and bad dreams and uh, probably let's just say blood pressure and maybe you know X, Y, and Z. He had a he had a bag full of pills. You know, one of those. Ziploc gallon bags full of pills, and and so as the episode progressed, well, you know they weren't able to quote unquote help him, and he committed suicide. But the point is, you know, when you address the symptom and not the problem, well, then the problem never gets solved. And sometimes the problem might be as simple as creating a conversation, or not. Maybe you don't like the way they present themselves on social media. Social media is a thing now. Right, we have to, we we can't just leave it out. We can't leave that variable on any anymore for the most part. Um, I do. I'm so out, I'm so out of touch at the moment, which is which I like. 
you know, because then when I talk with my friends or anybody out in public, oh, did you hear about this? Like, no, tell me about it. Like, so just so I can know. Maybe I'll use it later. Maybe I won't. Um, but it, it's 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 interesting. Um, criticism is it, criticism is interesting. And again, sometimes the the problem of criticism can be dealt with with conversation. And again, just to reiterate, and we're, we're closing. I'm I'm gonna close this one out already because I'm already I'm actually getting sleep. It's like one o'clock in the morning. Well, it's actually two o'clock in the morning, which is great. But um, you either have a conversation or you don't, and. You got to decide and stick to it. And funny enough is that you never know what the future will bring. Because sometimes you think you're done with a conversation with person X, person Y, person Z. And then a year later, they come back into your life for whatever reason. For any, I mean, not for whatever reason, but for any reason. You know, that it happens. And I've seen it happen. It's happened to me. And it's fine. I, I, uh, I try to take it one day at a time when it comes to that. But. You know, my friends talk about that every once in a while. You know, people coming back. You don't think they are. Or maybe you don't want them to. And they do. They they find a way. It's super interesting. It's it's almost a... I'll, say, I'll, I'll venture to say it's almost a phenomenon. Because uh, I'm not trying to... Like I said, I, I say and I say it over and over again. Where I, some of these things I'm not trying to figure out. Just trying to take it day by day. And uh, do the best I can with what I have. But for today... For today... For today... For today... We can uh, try to criticize a little bit less and uh maybe ask a better question or not ask any questions at all and just walk away but nonetheless i'm out i'll see you all soon sooner than later and uh enjoy your weekend enjoy your week enjoy the rest of the week because these come out on thursday so you have tomorrow friday and then yeah saturday sunday and then you go back to work on monday and if you don't like to do that, then let's start figuring that out. Later, all.